Hey everyone, welcome to this edition of whatever, I don't know, of this podcast that it's thundering outside. Um, so a few things, like this is, I'm doing this very informally because I feel like I need to do this. Um, things have been very busy, which is why I haven't really put anything out. Obviously with the book um, and the edits and all that stuff. So the book, has the edits have been filed. The advanced reader copies have gone out, um, which is exciting. Um, I'm recording this from my new iMac, which apparently is supposed to have good audio quality, and also I don't actually have a cable to connect my mic to it, so we're just going to roll with it. But the reason I wanted to um, put out a podcast episode is because I feel like, I mean, I've kind of been living under a rock, but not a deep enough rock to not be aware of what's going on with the Chicago Blackhawks and allegations of um, sexual abuse and cover-up from the team. And this extends past the Blackhawks because, as um, Rick West had reported, that a player who was at Miami in 2012, which would have been while I was a junior in college, um, said that Aldrich had also had abused him as well. Um, and I, I've seen, I think the main reason that I want to have this episode isn't because I just, I spent like, I just spent a lot of time, you know, really going into the nuances of things like, um, sexual abuse, um, sexual assault, systemic abuse, like I did the whole gamut for the book. Um, and I went through and I, I went through and I read, I read Sheldon Kennedy's memoir, which, um, if you have any doubts about the reality of systemic abuse and the lack of, um, measures, really any measures being taken by hockey teams to prevent that, you, you, the youth sports to prevent that, um, you should definitely take a take a read at his book. It is very tough to read, but um, it's a very important one. I went through and you know did a lot of research. I talked to a lot of people about myths involving allegations that it's like what seven percent of sexual assault, less than seven percent of sexual assault, or excuse me, of um, those who say they've been sexually assaulted are lying. Uh, multiple players have have come out and somehow people, anyway, I, I digress. The point is I, I painstakingly went through the nuances of addressing things like sexual assault, domestic violence. Um, sorry, I should put, I should have put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Um, but I went through all that and I tried really hard and I hope I did a good job of making it understandable and I just I don't have the strength to go through it again and I'm not going to rehash what I already wrote so the purpose of this is really not to go into all that stuff um I feel like I'm not making sense but really right now it's let's it's it's really how people have been reacting how the media have been reacting Jonathan Taves recently said something um so I, w- I want to start with Jeff Merrick and Elliot Friedman, who did not at all acknowledge that 
this was happening with the Blackhawks, um, which I, I just want to look. Okay. So sports journalists are agonizing because they get mad if people don't consider them serious journalists but then they don't actually cover and acknowledge the serious topics going on um, because, you know, Elliot Friedman, like, didn't share any of it at all. And then him and uh, Merrick published a podcast that um, where they said that they would address it and that Twitter was not an adequate place to address it. And I, you know, Twitter is not an adequate place to discuss sexual assault allegations and the nuances behind it and the reality that victims rarely lie, the reality of why it's a lot to have, why it happens in sports, why it happens in youth sports and hockey, um, exactly why it's in a book. Um, but that that's totally different than acknowledging it and just like retweeting it and sharing the news. And I mean, it's pretty disgraceful. Like, it's really disgraceful. And when he actually, when Friedman said he was going to address it, he said the Blackhawks thing. He didn't even say, like, the accusations of sexual assault, which, I mean, that's not, you're not a journalist, please. I, the, it's just really disgraceful, honestly. Like, it goes beyond. And I, and hockey media is bad. Like, hockey media is bad, but I feel like he just went above and beyond. Um, and then the podcast they didn't really address it at all and I mean it's not an excuse and no one's asking and I I would honestly like I don't even know that I would want them to address the nuances because they probably don't know and they would probably get it wrong but I mean not saying anything makes you complicit like let me make that very clear not sharing that story when you found out and when it came out makes you complicit and it's part of the reason why systemic abuse keeps happening, why sexual assault and sexual abuse keeps happening. So that was the one thing I had. I just, it's like, it's not even, like, how can you, how can anyone call them, how can anyone call Friedman a journalist? Like, that's, no, he doesn't deserve that title. Absolutely not. Um, the second thing was Gary Bettman said, oh, God, I cannot, this man needs to just be, he cannot be a part like the NHL will never change as long as Gary Bettman is in charge and he has proven that time and time again and all of their so-called diversity and inclusion efforts are just going to be stonewalled because you can't change anything if the person in charge does not want it to change and Gary Bettman is the epitome of awfulness like he he made those comments a few years ago saying that the sexist chants were not actually sexist or that he didn't see the harm in it something like that um I just he anyway about the Blackhawks he said that I'd like to see the facts and I just do not even have the capacity to sit down and explain to someone in the year 2021 that that is not how this works that you cannot say I for you're not a court of law number one okay so that bs has got to go right out the window and people have said this time and time again and it's it's just beyond the point of like any of this being remotely okay that that this kind of rhetoric is happening from the commissioner of the NHL because 
the amount of damage a statement like that does to victims, sorry, to survivors, to the credibility of survivors, to, and I'm not, and not just, obviously it applies to the players who've been coming forward, but also just in general, as a society, look, I'm going to jump back a little bit, so please forgive me. But in terms of Friedman, like, as a society, the reason why we're still in this place is because people don't want to say things like sexual assault or sexual abuse. They want to do what Friedman did and say that thing and keep it not talked about and keep it taboo. And that's part of the reason why we don't talk about it. We don't address it. We just ignore it. We act... The way society treats these things when they happen is why it's still happening. We blame the victim. We say they're lying. We we scrutinize their version of events all the while not bothering to care or realize that your brain does not function properly after you've gone through something traumatic. Like, I, there's just, and society has always been like this. Okay, so jumping back to Batman, his comment saying, I want to see the facts first implies that the survivors might not be telling the truth, which, like I've said, it's very rare that that happens. Like they don't, people don't lie about those kinds of things. It's statistically proven. People don't come forward because they think people will say that they're lying. They don't come forward because nothing will happen. I mean, you look at the Blackhawks, it was all, nothing happened. It was all covered up. There are no consequences. So, you know, after I was sexually assaulted, I remember I did not call the cops. I did not go to the police. I wouldn't go, like, I wouldn't go to the hospital. Nothing, because I was like, it doesn't matter. And I I have been in this space enough, and I have been lucky to follow some really great reporters who cover topics like sexual assault really well, like Jessica Luther. And I, I know that. I know nothing's going to come of it except for more pain to me. So I said, no, I wasn't going to do it. Do I regret that? I think so because I think I still should have fought for what was right. But in the moment when you go through something traumatic, you're I, I, it's agonizing. Like it's I don't know how I I don't know how to describe it. But you know the thought of prolonging that pain like for me it was just like move on, get it out of your head and move on, and that was it. And. You can't to a certain extent because, well, you can bury the trauma, I guess, but the physical pain you can't actually bury, which is, and now the trauma is coming back to bite me, which I knew it would, but that's a different story. Well, I digress anyway. So he, it assumes that the survivors might not be telling the truth. Um, and that, that's a horrible thing to say to someone, to say to the survivors. And I just want to take a moment and say like, I see you, I believe you, and I know that I know that hockey is so isolating when it comes to this. Like it's everything has just been taken away. Like it's I know my experience was not related to hockey, but I can say that as a survivor walking into a hockey rink was the hardest thing I had to do. Um, because I just I knew I knew I wasn't welcome there because I know how hockey treats. Um survivors of sexual assault I know what they think and Gary Bettman proved it again and I and the other thing about when you say something like that is I need to see the facts is you don't understand how difficult it is that the again not a court of law if it were a court of court of law you have to you know 
the burden is on the survivor to produce that proof. And I mean, every other case, I know people have said this before, Ryan Lochte gets robbed. We don't say, oh, what did you do to deserve this? Or maybe you're lying. We never say that to victims of any other crime except for like sexual assault. Then we say, okay, well, now you have to prove that it happened. It's really freaking hard to prove that it happened. So you say the facts and really, I mean, it's just when you say something like that, it makes you plant, it plants the idea in people's minds that there are going to be concrete facts, that you are going to be able to sit it down like it's some sort of logic puzzle. I don't actually know what that is. My brother's a lawyer. Just ignore that I said that. But you're going to sit sit it down like a word problem and be able to say, I have this and I have this and I will be able to figure it out. That's not how it works. Because the facts you're looking at, it's people's testimonies. And if you don't believe them, then what? What are you going to go off of? I mean, it's just... But now that you've said that, that's what people believe. So you have people tweeting out what he said was fine or, yeah, I want to see the facts. But that if, that doesn't really apply in a case like this. I, I don't know how to explain it. It's Trust me, it's much better explained in the book. But you don't have facts like this. It's not like I can pull up a video recording and that's my fact. You know, there's no facts about what happened to me. It would basically just be my version of events against his version of events. Those are the facts. There are no concrete facts. I didn't go get a rape kit test done, whatever. I didn't, you know, if you don't do that, even if you do do that, like, and again, not a court of law, so irrelevant. Um, But it just, it perpetuates and I'm just furious I'm furious that in 2021 we can still be perpetuating these things I just cannot you you can't there's no like again there's nothing the NHL there's no training I mean they don't tell them what to say or what not to say they don't have a policy they still don't have a policy if you can imagine that about what to do in these situations and they they need to have one they don't they still don't and i mean even if you did have the facts they probably what's what is the nhl yeah it's thundering outside and i feel like the weather is very much on my side right now anyway i i just wanted to say that it's not It's really hard to talk about this without sort of going into everything else and explaining it, which I do in the book, Um, which is really hard. That section was the hardest part for me to write, not because of my own trauma. I actually found it quite cathartic to, this is why I'm a journalist, because when I go through things or when I'm upset or whatever, putting it down in writing and like talking through it sort of is how I, so like being able to actually look at the facts and everything was very cathartic for me and I think helped a lot. But just from the fact that it's such a difficult topic to write about because you have to have so much knowledge, it's so nuanced, you have to have so much knowledge, it's, you have to really understand how things work. 
Um, but then you have people like Gary Bettman who doesn't know anything and decides to run his mouth. Then you have, you know, there are some examples in our book of what reporters have said about victims of sexual assault, you know, from hockey players. And then you look at that, it's not, they absolutely, you should not be writing any, like you're not qualified to write about this. Um, but these, nothing changes. I don't know why I'm even saying anything like, I don't know what's going to change, but I haven't said much really on this topic. It's not intentional. I've just been very busy and very offline and very, I'm not going to read the details as of now. So whether I will or whether I won't remains to be seen. Um, but I think I've just I've read enough sexual assault stuff. It'll last me a while. Um, but I thought it was important to share a few things because the rhetoric around this and the lack of acknowledgement is really damaging. And, you know, it's 2021. And as a society, we haven't moved forward at all. Like, that's ultimately what it is when you look at it. Because... We shouldn't be talking like that, you know. I mean, Gary Bettman should not be in charge of the NHL. Like, what? He should not be commissioner. This is ridiculous. Um, anyway, like I said, my heart goes out to the survivors. Um, also, Trevor Bauer has been accused of sexual assault. The man who has been harassing women online consistently. So that's another thing. And the MLB actually has a policy. They have a DV policy, but I don't... Again, very complicated. Not complicated, just that it takes... It takes patience and time and effort to kind of explain it correctly. So me trying to repeat that on the podcast trust me would not go well so i'm not going to attempt to do that um also because i'm an insomniac and i don't sleep anymore but it's starting to rain a lot heavier and um i've kept this pretty short so i just want to say thank you to everyone who's been supporting me and evan and the book um i don't want to say like oh i'm so like I can't wait for you to read it because it's really depressing, but I hope that it does help change things. Um, We do appreciate the support. I personally appreciate the support. I know I've been MIA. Um, It's been a lot of really hard adjustments with the puppy and then all this stuff. So I'm working on it. And once I catch my breath, I plan on going back to sort of being the regular regular schedule anyway thanks for listening questions comments concerns or you just don't understand anything i just said um feel free to tweet me at ice hockey stick also don't be a creep like i don't know if i shared this but this guy my friend well my friend and i had gone to dinner and she posted it on instagram and i reposted it to my story and this creep who's anonymous on twitter so i don't know who it is screenshotted it And then sent it to me, like, a solid week later, saying nasty stuff. And I was like, you screenshotted this and kept it. This picture, like, how creepy is that? These people are so disturbing. Okay, anyway. 
Um, On that note, I hope you have a wonderful weekend and stay safe.